Welcome to the Classy Ring Attire Podcast. I'm Joel. I'm Chris. And it's time to get classy. So the Bachelor podcast <laughs> idea didn't quite work so well, so we're back to our usual format. I'm sorry, The Bachelor is not the longest running weekly TV show I don't know. in the feel, history of television. Feels like it's close. <laughs> I so. mean, it's got more seasons than years it's been like active so it's got more seasons than raw which i think still has two seasons because we had that one <laughs> those two season uh, premieres those two season premieres that we had so technically oh, we're three we're on the third season. third because congratulations technically raw. the very first episode was the season premiere yes. so congratulations to raw for making it to its third season <laughs> in 25 years six seasons in a movie all right all right so yeah we were just talking before we hit record and we I told Joel, like, stop, we're, this is a prime podcast material. Uh, we were talking about how, like, Fastlane felt like it was forever ago. Yeah. But, like, in that time between today and Fastlane was, like, an entire, like, WWE versus the fans storyline that usually, <laughs> in, usually it takes, like, an entire, like, WrestleMania season. Yes. To, like, come full circle. But it's been compressed in four days here. So... We'll get to Fastlane, and we'll get to WrestleMania buildup, but we do need to but address... this feels more pertinent. Yes. Okay? Because, A, it's I, it's a pretty substantial deal. Because, like, WWE has been really patting themselves on the back as far as women's wrestling and, and the women's revolution, evolution, whatever they call it now. Yes. Um, and so the next step of that was this battle royal at uh, WrestleMania, and of course... Which is a simply... The armbar for right the women. I've been calling it the Andre because I feel like that's more catchy, but mm. whatever. I feel like WWE should catch on to that, but <laughs> but you know it was going to be the women's version of the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, yeah. And they named it after the fab fabulous Mula, yes, fabulous Mula, yes. who um, allegations have been made in recent years about uh, some of the things that she's had been up to outside of her wrestling career. So. Go, going to trying to go through this in order, mm-hmm. like step one. Okay, I if you want to name it after somebody because you're doing sure you're you're copying Andre, which is like that. That's totally fine. I have right. no problem with that. Concept. And they had already you they already named the tournament after May Young, right. so um, and Lita and Trish might both very well be in it, so you can't like name it after them, right? So your options are really Mula, May Young, and China. Not gonna be China for obvious reasons because Stephanie's jealous. Yeah, um, and, yeah, porn, whatever. But, but Stephanie, still. <laughs> Stephanie's but it's mostly obvious reasons. Mostly Stephanie being jealous. And then the other one is like the little anecdotal, like, oh, and also this might be a speed bump, but no, it's the Stephanie right. thing. Um, and then May Young has already yeah has the May Young classic. This is what happens when you have like an entire generation of your wrestling program where you didn't prominently feature women's wrestling. Yes, because the only women in that time span that time span were like. Valets, yeah. you know, like, like Miss Elizabeth, Liz, Miss Elizabeth or Sonny. Like this is this is a reap what you sow moment. Sure, but I I I know I get the boardroom meeting mm-hmm. that landed them on this fabulous movie. Well, thing. sure. Anytime WWE ha- talks about like you know the history of women's wrestling, like the two pillars that they always point to is Mae Young mm-hmm. and Fabulous Moolah, mostly because of her like decades long championship reigns. Like yep. she w- she's was the Bruno San Martino. Of women's wrestling. Right. Or ladies wrestling, as they called it back then. Um, so for those who don't know, very quick, quick crash course. Yes. Um, there have been a lot of allegations mm. that have come out against um, Fabulous Moolah. Mm-hmm. Um, the least damning of which is that she would hold back the mm-hmm. careers of other Hold back women. careers. Um, she would basically be like, like almost like the middleman between other female talent and bookers. Mm-hmm. And basically, she would collect all the money from the booker and basically give all the other wrestlers about half of what they were supposed to get. Yes, and she pocketed everything on top of her actual fee. Yeah. So, the like the the nicest allegations are she's the female Hogan times 10,000 right in that she would and she squash these other careers kept that going for an entire to, generation yeah, to continue and keep her career um that gets deeper and darker into where she essentially for lack of a better phrase is pimping out these female wrestlers yes. to either the male Basically wrestlers or the bookers selling off female wrestlers for sexual favors yes um 
there are allegations of and and again, okay. First of all, I think she died in 2007. Right. Um so and uh, the earliest I could find that anything came to light was 2006. Right. Um there have been a couple of things that were earlier that mm-hmm. have gained no traction yeah. at all. I mean, I don't know about you. I I didn't find out about it until like a couple years ago. I remember I remember it kind of surfacing a couple of yeah, years ago. Yeah, to the point where when they announced the name of this battle royal, I was, I was like, ah, that's not a good idea. Yeah. But at this point, I wasn't sure how much of the just general populace un- like knew about it. Well, and it's the kind of thing where like something's gonna get named after Hogan, like eventually sure. someday years sure. down the road, and that's the kind of thing where I'm like, mm, there's, that's gonna be touchy in a line minefield. But I get why you're gonna do it. Mm-hmm. This is something where, and again. Just to be fair, cover bases, these are all allegations. Um, she died in 2007. Right. And so there's not been they, any yeah. chance to do that. But there have yeah. been a lot of allegations. Yes. There have been a lot of corroborated stories. Mm-hmm. And they all point there was, a finger in the same direction. Um, I don't remember the guy's username, so I apologize for that. But there was a guy who made a post, and he basically just drew on all the research and made this long post and it's very detailed about all the allegations. Yes. Um, I can't remember what the post was titled, but essentially it's along those it's, lines. So. It, yeah, it was about a 6,000 word post. Just right. these are all the allegations. Very detailed. And um, like the dude, like the guy did his homework. So yeah. I wish I could remember his username because I would definitely give him credit here. But um, uh, if you're interested in finding out more, that's well, prime example. Part of, of what's interesting is if you're interested in finding more, a lot of it is detailed on her Wikipedia right, page. Yeah. So this isn't so it's not like it was hidden or anything. Necessarily, yeah, hushed whisper rumor kind of thing. Assum- like just the curious fan like, oh, they named this after her. Let me just one quick Google search and bam it, you're right on it. Yeah. You're one click away. Um so this was a moment that the fans decided to be angry yeah. and take a stand. And there was a very shockingly well, quickly organized mm-hmm decision um that they, they not only let wwe know that there right. was an issue uh, but they specifically singled out snickers who because is snickers is like the sponsor for wrestlemania this year mm-hmm. like there's the joke where like every time you see the 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 marquee for aj versus shinsuke nakamura like it makes it looks like snickers is shinsuke nakamura's yeah like uh in ring uh, name nickname, yeah yeah cool just because where the logo ends right. up on there but so apparently and again, so they announced this on Monday. Yeah. Um, you know, Monday night you're like, mm, that's gonna be that's that that's a, that's a touchy. Yeah. I don't know about yeah. this. And then, Tuesday afternoon, like you you started seeing like kind of a, a swell here online. Right. And just watching uh, this kind of escalate. Mm-hmm. And then you know, I think it was Tuesday night where somebody got the idea of speaking directly to the, the sponsor, yeah, Snickers. And so you had all day yesterday, and then by this afternoon, Snickers put out a statement uh, saying that they were disappointed or or in the decision to name it or blah, 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 blah. Right. And then within minutes, WWE changed it to just the WrestleMania Women's Battle, Battle Royal or whatever. Yeah. Um, so watching this over these past couple of days, it, it was interesting because, again, not to jinx it because this story is probably not quite over at the right. time of this recording. But I was watching it, and I was like, we always... We always have to record right before the big thing. I was like, they're right. gonna they're gonna change this name mm-hmm. on Friday, you know they're they're gonna change this. Yeah. Name. I'm gonna wake up Friday morning and they're gonna ah, and so and so to see it happen, I'm like, this is so quickly happening. Oh yeah, and I and didn't even dawn on me the of the the big news that happened last week, the day after we we recorded with the whole uh, steroid ring thing with uh, oh yeah with, with Roman being nothing now. Well, the guy still claims that. He's like, oh no, I I didn't I didn't purposely mistake or I didn't mistake you know Roman Reigns for Luther Reigns because Luther Reigns was the one who was buying the steroids allegedly. Um, <laughs> he's like, and he's trying to play it off like, oh, I knew there were two different people. I've yep. got evidence on both of them, and no one's buying it. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, like it, it's I'm sure we're far from over from this whole battle royal business. Um, but it's nice to see that WWE wants it to be over. They, they have yeah. Backtracked. Um, Stephanie actually sent out a tweet from her. Okay, she have. Okay, the I mean, first it was, line it was, of it was, was corporate speak tweet. Yeah, the, the first line of it was thank you at WWE Universe for sh- for speaking up, and then the rest of the tweet was just her copying pasting what the statement was. Yeah, but but it was it was interesting that she yeah. was like 
we have heard your voices and we are changing it because it was one of those things where they probably better because like by Tuesday, Tuesday morning, Tuesday afternoon, you started getting more and more uh, media outlets picking up on the story on mm-hmm. fans' outrage over this. Um, so it was going to be a thing where, yeah, I don't see how they couldn't have addressed <laughs> it, you know. Um, but honestly, you could have. Okay, there are a lot more. There's plenty of deserving female talent, former female talent, you know, that are no longer active or whatever. Uh, if you called it the Alundra Blaze Invitational, you know, because it was that one yep. year that it was that weird, uh, like Vicky Guerrero Invitational, it was the same mm-hmm. year that they they uh, debuted the the Andre. But you could have done the same thing, but just like that's how you get around naming something that's someone something after someone who's still alive. Yeah. You know, like the Alundra Blaze Invitational. I'm still, I still think the China Memorial Battle Royal. I still think it's that would be a good nod because I know she had her personal demons and she did some things after her wrestling career that a lot of people scoff at. Mm-hmm. But she was monumental in women's yeah. wrestling. Mm-hmm. And if there was ever someone who deserved something like that named after her, because the only damage that she ever that we know of, the only damage that she ever caused was to herself. Yeah, you know, it was never to anyone else. And I can't say that for Moolah. I mean, I. It's very nice to see that th- this was this was a, at least mm-hmm. on the fans' part, on Snickers' part, mm-hmm. and eventually on WWE's part, this was well handled. Sure. Like, th- there's an interesting thing um, where some you know people were talking about this, mm-hmm. um, some just commentary on this, and somebody mentioned like, part of the reason that. You know, Mula's fine. Is Vince doesn't believe any of this. Sure, Vince believes these yeah. are baseless allegations. He probably has heard about it before, mm-hmm. but he, like, it's someone he knew personally for a very long period of time. Right. So he's probably not going to believe it at all. And and so, and again, it all came out, you know, at least publicly to the world at large. Yeah. In the very last years of her life, or after she had died. Right. Um. So I I kind of get. I I understand. I can see how Vince is going to go. No, that's not a thing. And we're plowing on sure. through with this. Um, so as as much in a like bad bad idea as it was to name this, yeah. I can see yeah. the good idea steps that led them there. Because there there's was, there's so many bad ideas and you're like, how did you even come to this bad idea? How did you not yeah. trip on the thousands of things before this? And this is at least something I'm like, okay, I see yeah. where and it's it's a bad thing where we landed and yeah, but they've done a weirdly good way of like, and and it's a hundred percent Snickers. Like I don't want to yeah. be like WWE no, no. saw the air of their ways, no. but it's, this is the f- like it's the first time where fans knew exactly where to aim their disapproval over this, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's it's uh, surprise surprise it was at WWE's pockets. Now I I will say this is. This is not the time to start writing like, dear Snickers, here's why Roman Reigns should not be main eventing WrestleMania for the fourth year in a row. Take issue, take issue. No, it is not. Because I I feel like that's the first thing I thought of. It's like, this opens up a dangerous precedent. Yes. But I did make a tweet, okay? (laughs) I didn't at at nobody, Mm -hmm. but I did say, hey, Snickers, thanks for your help for, you know, changing the name of this battle royal. Uh, Now let's talk about these like big text blog <laughs> style promos. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like th- this is like a, that's the joke, but it does set up a dangerous precedent where it's like, you know, people are going to be like hounding KFC and be like, Hey, we really don't like this Roman guy, you know, yeah. save it for like moments like these. This, this is a perfect moment. Yeah. This was a genuine issue. Yeah. Especially with, you know, like the me too, everything that's going yes. on. This is a great time to use that. Yeah, Let's, and, and and honestly, like, if it wasn't for the culture that's going on right now, WWE probably WWE and Snickers probably would have just brushed it away, mm-hmm. you know. But it's the the time we're living in. It like you said, it was the prime uh, moment in time to, you know, to get something like that. First of all, like just general awareness, you know, yeah. over. Somebody like Mula, where you know she was just deemed as this hero. Why? Because WWE said she was, you mm-hmm. know, and everyone, you know, it, it, I don't know. It, I kind of hate that it all came out this late because mm-hmm. it's the kind of thing where like this kind of mo- monstrous activity it should be just directed like it should be addressed when that person is still alive, you know, so they can kind of answer for themselves. Yeah. 
Uh, granted, they're probably going to come up with some sort of like BS excuse like, or whatever. I mean, you, you've seen, but the, you the still like apology letters over the past. Sure, year, like, sure. You you could still. probably form this one in your mind pretty well. Sure, and WWE at, probably at that point would probably even help her draft, come up with a draft or something. But I know what you're trying to yeah, say. I know. Um, but I, I will say, yeah, it, it's interesting to see where we go from here. Yeah. Um, we've got this weird, dangerous new weapon fans in the form of Snickers, of all yeah. things. But, like, th- this does feel like with great power comes right. great responsibility. Sure. And right now, fans, at the time of this recording, we, did. we are being very responsible, good for us. Yes. Now, see, the I thing don't want to wake up tomorrow morning. <laughs> sure. To like Snickers backs out because they're getting too many armchair bookings for WrestleMania. Oh man! And like they just we just want to make candy, guys. I want I whoever is in charge of going through those messages. <laughs> I would like to just have. <laughs> I would like to sit down and talk to like the like intern just, guy, yeah. being like, "Hey, what's a CM Punk?" Right? <laughs> because he's supposed to come back in like twelve different ways, and they're all apparently I would, perfect. Uh, yeah, I would just. Whoever is responsible for going through these messages or responding or anything, I just I want to have a sit down and have them just tell me about their day <laughs> <laughs> because now I'm really interested. Um, and what was funny was uh, everyone thought that they were handing out Snickers bars at the end of Raw because it was their way of apologizing that Ronda wasn't there. No, they were just promoting their new bar and they were sponsoring. So yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was funny that people were trying to make that connection. <laughs> um. Speaking of Ronda Rousey, Ronda Rousey is apparently not going to be at every Raw between yeah. Elimination Chamber and WrestleMania. And WWE immediately took down that post. Yeah. Um. By the way, are we going to just not, 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 not go back to the old... Can we call this Snickers Gate? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it was a gate. It was so well handled. Like, And that that's part of the thing is like, if, if, you, if you point to like, this is... Where it hurts monetarily, mm-hmm. WWE buckles. Yeah, no, you're right, and 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 that's very nice to know because I have seen them burn money out of spite before. Hmm. It's mostly just because I'm trying to come up with a catchy name for this episode. <laughs> um, right now, it was going to be Snickerscape, but you bring up a good point. They handled it so well, like it's not I, really. I, a and, until you think of something better, it's with great Snickers comes great responsibility. Ah, there's that, <laughs> or kick WWE right in the Snickers bar. <laughs> Lengthy, but <laughs> all right. So, so Ronda Rousey, uh, she didn't show. I forgot what the reasoning was, but it actually seemed like a like legit reason, not like you know the whole Brock Lesnar business, right? Of uh, just I, keeping him off just for it's a it's a little to make Roman look strong. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a little kind of like unfortunate because this is the route they're going with the Brock Lesnar story, right? And they made a and they see this wouldn't be a big deal if they hadn't specifically stated that Ronda Rousey will be at every Monday Night Raw. Leading up to WrestleMania. Like, they specifically came out and said that. That's what makes this even worse. And here's what here's what bothers me about that. Every Raw up till WrestleMania yeah. says nothing about post-WrestleMania. And that's right. where I'm going to find out if she's a full-timer or right. not. Yeah. Like, of course. I mean, even if she misses one, she's still essentially here for the entire WrestleMania. Right. So is John Cena, who's got a movie starting, you know... April 9th, I'm right. sure. Sure. Like, yeah, okay, this is fine. But, like, is she going to be here? Who is she facing next? Right. Like, the Stephanie thing seems almost begrudgingly necessary. Yeah. It's the weird tutorial level I have to play of this video game before right. I get to actually play the game. Yeah. And I and I don't even know if the game's there. I don't know if she's facing Charlotte or Nia Jax or whoever next. Right. That's what I'm interested in. But fine, I'll sit through your weird Stephanie McMahon tutorial mm. until we get there. Yeah, I don't know it. This see, this is this is the dangers of like just saying of saying things of say. Well, this just, is the dangers of words, you guys. Dangers of words. Um, yeah, like I, like I said, like if they hadn't specifically put out a post on dot com saying she was going to be at every, I, nobody would have like. No, a no one would have noticed, and B, everyone been like, yeah, she missed one episode of Raw. Like she mm-hmm. she wasn't on Raw for like a <laughs> month between Roy Rumble and uh, she's not been on Raw for the first twelve hundred episodes. So yeah. what if she misses this one? Like it wouldn't have been a huge deal. And you know you had like the confrontation, so maybe there's like 
waiting to hash things out or something. Like, you could play it off with storyline. Um, and it sounded like it was a situation like she probably, like, they probably knew she wasn't going to be here. So, and yet you still said it. Like, they only made that post like two weeks ago. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it hasn't been, been, hasn't been that long. Um, and again, it, it's unfortunate that it is going side by side with this whole Brock storyline where they're keeping him off TV on purpose. Yeah. To build heat. Which I get. Yeah. Um, so what do you think about Roman? Or should we talk about Fastlane? We should do Fastlane. Let's first. talk we about Fastlane. Fast Fast because here's the thing. In all honesty, Fastlane was a really it good, was. really pointless show. Right. Considering we had zero... Uh, uh, like zero expectations for it. I, I almost liken it to going to yeah. like an independent wrestling show that you've never been to before. You've never been to that organization before. Right, and you have you, no idea what the storyline is. Right. And you're not really going to pay attention after this night. Right. You're just there for so that like, night. Yeah, if, yeah. if you're out of state and you notice there's some independent wrestling happening at the local gym yeah. and you go and check it out, and it's some good wrestling. Sure. That's what it felt like where you're like, I know what's happening. Like, We're all cheering him, so he's going to mm-hmm. win. We're all booing him. He's going to like, I get... The points. Right. I'm enjoying the storyline. None of this has to happen. Yeah, like like when we saw r- wrestling here. Yeah, and we got to see uh, uh No Way Jose. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was just like a one time thing. Like I'm not gonna remember any of this, but man, I'm I'm sports entertained. Mm-hmm. Um. But it, like I I really like the main event. Yeah. Um. Nakamura and Rusev was was fine. Like you could it, like, like it, you could tell that like you know they weren't really giving it everything they've got because again this goes WrestleMania like don't, right don't screw up your but WrestleMania chances. Rusev didn't come out looking terrible, which no. is mm. is is my biggest fear because Rusev gets put in a lot of matches where he's the guaranteed loser, right? Because he's a big guy and like yeah. oh that that mentality of going over this big guy will automatically mm-hmm. make our other guy look good. Um, and so when you get that, it's really easy to slip into that Kane Big Show mm-hmm. slope of like this guy's not won in like six months, like, right? But we're supposed to believe that he's still it's currently the Bray Wyatt zone, <laughs> right? Pre- like precisely. Um, um, but yeah, he like I knew he was going to lose, but he did not come off looking terrible in yeah. his loss, um, which is all I really wanted out of that match. Um, I, and I, I think the highlight of it was. Um, Oscar coming out to challenge Charlotte. Yeah, because uh, it, like, it was something that we all presumed was going to happen. Uh, I figured if not, if not at Fastlane, then certainly that week on SmackDown. Well, it, yeah, it was part of the thing was um, just imagine. We all knew this was happening. This is the big rumor. Sure, and, but imagine if you don't. If we could go back a little ways in time, where you. Didn't have his quick access to, you know, rumored cards. You didn't know build up mm-hmm. because if you're just taking in the show and none of the behind the stage rumors kind of things. Yeah, she's been on Raw this whole time. There's been a lot of talk with um, Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax, right. and like, will their match be a triple threat and all this kind of stuff? And it it would have it felt awesome for her to just like show up out of nowhere. This right. as far as what WWE is officially putting out there, yeah, this is a huge twist, right? Like, if we hadn't heard anything online, right? Yeah. And we all, we heard if we were just day. going off of what we were watching on WTV, yeah, mm-hmm. this would have been huge swerve, because um, they were real, like especially like the last couple of weeks, like they're really leaning into you know, you know, uh, Alexa Bliss versus Oscar uh, or whoever won, you know, at. Um, Whatever the raw pay per view was, uh, elimination chamber. chamber. Yeah, yeah. Um, they really leaning into that. So there was even a point where it's like, I know what I've heard online, but maybe they're yeah. thinking otherwise. But you know, obviously they they went along with what uh, what was leaked the plan online was all along. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was the big moment. Even the match before that, I I thought Charlotte and Ruby Riot did a did a really good match because mm-hmm. uh, it was and it was kind of like the first big showcase for Ruby because. Any other match that she had been involved with, it's usually tag team. She might have had a singles match one on like on a SmackDown or something, but yeah. But she because she debuted with the Riot Squad. Yeah, that that kind of puts especially on SmackDown past yeah. her NXT stuff puts her in a lot of tag a, the, teams or in a lot of heavily interfered with right. matches. But in a one on one match with somebody with the caliber of Charlotte, I felt like Ruby held her own. Um, 
and I feel like you know, it it gave, it gave you know the higher ups, um, an idea of what she's capable of. So mm-hmm. maybe she will have some more chances in the future to show it off. Um, and then like I said, the main event was a lot of fun. It was. Um. Very much a spot fest, but sure, quite but the pleasant spot fest to watch. When it when it is a six man uh, one count like uh, one fall match, like it's going to be a spot fest. Yeah, you know. It, but it was well orchestrated. Uh, that kick that KO delivered to Shane was really on point because <laughs> Shane was re- kind of a moving target. Yeah, and yeah, now he, he nailed him. So I've noticed um, there's been very little Daniel Bryan involvement right. both this week on SmackDown and um, with Fastlane. Right. Do you think they saw the Daniel Bryan thing get too big and they're like, oh, we got to back off of this? Honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if that was the case or he just, you know, had time off. No. Um, but I could have – but he's apparently going to be back next week because Shane uh, ended SmackDown with him saying that he's stepping away. Mm-hmm. Didn't really say he was stepping down. Just no, taking a leave of absence. Uh, and For then six days yep. until next episode of SmackDown. Right. Well, he did say Daniel Bryan's gonna have to go it alone. Uh, so maybe it'll be eight days. <laughs> um, and then he, but he did it before he, you know, stepped aside or whatever. He made the match for Kevin Owens versus Sammy at WrestleMania, and their response was to beat the holy crap out of Shane. Uh, a. Yeah, we've 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 gotten a lot of Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn in their short WWE careers already, but I would have liked a one-on-one match at WrestleMania between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Now, Grant, we're gonna get some Shane involvement, maybe a triple threat. I don't know. Um, maybe don't know. upon just maybe they'll involve Dana Bryan somehow. Mm-hmm. Probably guest timekeeper. Sure. <laughs> Can't let him have his little fragile little neck out there. Um so but still I and granted this is coming from a guy like I recognized I really enjoyed Shane and AJ's match last year at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. But I would still have would have liked this year for just to have been Kevin versus Sammy. Now granted like they had just now kind of like started like being at odds with each other fairly recently. Yeah. So I don't know if they were that that feud was quite there yet for like a WrestleMania match, but it would have been a great match. I mean, Kevin and Sammy is a fight forever couple. Sure. Like I don't think I will get tired of seeing them have matches. I just don't think that will happen. I would like to see a period of time where they're on separate shows. Like yeah. maybe for like a year or something. Well, one of the, the greatest things, things... It's not long. Yeah, one of the great, great things that they were doing, especially when they both kind of first came up, was they would be in a lot of matches where they'd end up in the same ring and, like, right. multi-man matches. Right. And they just always went at each other. Right. And it was it was such a great through line and consistent storytelling. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not used to this consistent storytelling. Right, yeah. Uh, but these guys have been at each other's throats since... KO's debut. Yeah. Um and and the payoff with Sammy saving him from with the Hell in a Cell match. Yeah. Was just that such a good payoff because these we guys they hated each other, yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't it, Sammy Zayn wasn't the random guy, oh, they're gonna pair him with now. Right. It was that that had guy has this weight and this meat and this history to it. Yeah. Uh yeah. And all, all that being said, like I was I I've I thought it was a good segment to close out the show. Like they really laid into Shane, mm-hmm. even though Shane made that weird like uh, great stomping lady noise whenever they. I, I forget exactly what the move was, but man, that was a weird noise he made. Um, so it'll be interesting where they go from here. It'll be interesting what uh, how Daniel Bryan feels about all this uh, when he comes back next week. Um, and then we're just touching on Raw, because mm-hmm. I don't really think we have a whole lot more else to talk about with Fastlane, because it, it felt like a good standalone ep- episode Yeah, of whatever show this is. Of whatever. Yeah. Um, and then you've got Roman starting off Raw, uh, going kind of rogue with uh, 
with Brock not no showing again. Mm-hmm. And then Roman's like, "Well, this is Vince's fault because he's Vince's boy." And I, that's a it's a that's a dangerous line to toe. It, it's a weird like it's it's why would you call attention to that, right? Like, <laughs> why call attention to that and saying that Brock is Vince's favorite? And this is coming from Vince's, Vince's favorite. favorite. Yes. So it was like, um, and part of it was the, the last week's Roman. I'm just going to speak yeah. from the heart thing was received so well. Like I personally didn't feel much for yeah. it. But just general consensus, it was But it was, it was a well mass received. improvement of the usual Roman stuff that we get, I thought. And then that's fine. Like, like it, I, th- I am very much in the minority for not enjoying that segment. Um, right. And so just to just to take a step away from, like, personal feelings towards it, it clearly it got over big. Right. It's one of the most positive reactions Roman's gotten in, since he's been this right. push. So I completely understand why, like, we're going to double down on this. We're recreating this. Roman's gonna get mad at Brock not showing up again and again and again. Right, and that that's not a bad build at all. No, especially because Brock doesn't have to show. You don't have to waste your right. You know, and money. you can just get Paul to do some interviews and some mm-hmm. promos here and there. Um, and you know, Roman is the guy who's there all the time. Yeah, much to mo- you know a lot of our adult wrestling fans' chagrin. But that's a point where he can like he can be on his high horse about that. Like, yeah. But when he goes after Vince saying that Brock is his favorite and he's showing favoritism and blah 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 blah, that's when you're like, ah, you need to back off that it, one there, bud. It just it turns all the lights on. Right. It remind <laughs> it reminds me of it was around I believe it was like when they were first forming the Authority and mm-hmm. Vince was involved. And they had made the statement of like, you know, Randy is the face of this co- or face of whatever. And Vince was kind of unsure about it. And he's like, well, John Cena's saying he's the face of the company. And I hate that. I don't want that at all. And, and I'm like, like mm. you've been doing that for the last 10 years. Yeah. And it was around, I think he, he mentioned similar sentiments uh, around the, the, after, whenever uh, uh, the, the pipe bomb and the weeks mm-hmm. after. Yeah. They're like, oh, well, I don't want, Seeing to be champion of more than it, like, I really don't want him to be, and I'm like, come on, dude! Like, and it's it's this desperate attempt to recapture um, the authority ver- right. versus Stone Cold thing. The, the so anyone who's in a power versus... figure showing that they hate someone, then that that means the fans are going to love them. Then, mm-hmm. but the thing is, these you know, these, again, these are the fans that like bow at Vince whenever he comes out. Granted, he eventually will get them to boo. At some point during that promo, yes, but they're still like chanting "Thank you, Vince" or whatever. Like, <sighs> I just do you do you guys not and not you guys the fan because you probably remember well, but do you guys not remember you the creative staff how much Stone Cold was a thorn in Vince's side? Right, that on a was, weekly basis. That was a strong basis for his character. Yeah, was specifically being terrible to this man. Right. And this man was a jerk and deserved it and like, mm-hmm. you know, blah, blah, blah. But it was a constant thing. But like, John Cena has never done that. No. Uh, John Cena has fought for truth, justice in the American way. Uh, of course he quotes Superman, right? That yeah, that's, Superman. that's yeah, Superman. But man, but that's, that's what he does. He, yeah. he is hustle, loyalty, respect, you know, vitamins and prayers, uh, truth, justice, American way. Like, pick your three words, but... But that's what it is, It's yeah. It's the same basic thing. Right. And which is, I'm not gonna, I'm not arguing like value of one character style over the other right now, but the reason mm-hmm. that Vince or Mr. McMahon didn't like Stone Cold and yeah. didn't want him to be champion is because he specifically hated Stone Cold's attitude towards him, Vince McMahon. Yeah. It wasn't because he was champion. No. It wasn't. And, and and they kind of try and spin it like John Cena is trying to be bigger than the company, and I gotta squash that sure. with my squash and thumb. Yeah, and it's like well, no, no, because John Cena's not trying to do that. No, um, and John Cena's not hurting you. No, if anything, he's making you more money. And it just, it just calls such attention. It yeah. it it shatters the immersion, shatters the kayfabe, the je ne sais quoi, whatever you want. Right, and it it's like. People 
are about to have a sword fight in a play, and somebody draws it out and goes, this sword may look like it's made out of foam, but I promise you it's real. <laughs> right, yeah. And you're like, well, we were all going to pretend it was real. Right. Why is that your lie? We were all in the moment. Why did you have to ruin the moment? Uh, yeah, whenever you were, whenever you were talking about like John Cena's motto and, you know, those three, you know, staples of his character, and I'm like, oh, yeah, Roman Reigns has this motto, and I'm wait, no, he doesn't. It's just... Bleed that wolf, wolf, my yard now. <laughs> like, that's it. Um, Bleed that big dog, my yard now. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, it's very it's very millennial of him. Just think <laughs> about only himself. <laughs> Which is probably... Oh, you bummed me out. I know. Speaking of John Cena. I thought you were saying speaking of millennials. No. Okay. Speaking of John Cena. Yeah. I... It, it feels like a lifetime ago, but I think it was just last podcast. Yeah. Where I was talking about how pleased I was with this John Cena storyline. Yeah. With like, I secretly know where the ending is because the internet and I am weak and click on things when they say spoiler on them. Let me guess. You're about to take a big old dump of what he did. (laughs) What he did this week. So. He went from like jokey Cena to like halfway serious Cena. Well, like, so just to recap, I enjoyed the fact that Cena. That, that that this was a storyline where Cena's not doesn't already have his match, mm-hmm. you know, two months in advance or a friggin' year in advance, and he has right. to cut the same promo fifty two times. So I like this. Like I'm gonna try this. That didn't work. I'm gonna try this. That didn't mm-hmm. work. I'm gonna try. So I like that. Right. Like I'm trying several different ways. And there's okay in in the promo from this past Monday night, he specifically acted as if. Well, I'm going to do something that I'm not supposed to do, where he challenges. Mm-hmm. He literally mentioned it like two, three weeks ago. He did. And that's where I'm like, well, if you shouldn't have but, mentioned that if this, is, if this is where it was going to go. But I just, I don't like, so he, he challenges The Undertaker mm-hmm. and then calls The Undertaker out for retiring or quitting yeah. or running away. And, and saying that, you know, I, oh, you're not that like, hurt. Wait, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> the Undertaker doesn't owe you anything no the undertaker doesn't owe us as the fans anything he's given 25 years of his life to this business he deserves a sit down john cena has suddenly turned into like an elderly abuser yeah he's just like yelling you're not that old at this poor (laughs) which is like and it's very upsetting. It really is. <laughs> that John Cena's being so mean to this poor man. Maybe John Cena just turned heel. <laughs> beating and, up the elderly. Uh, and it's like verbally abusing them. I don't like it. No, I don't. Because uh, you know, he was making Undertaker seem selfish. Yeah. And well, he's so he's making he's any so I honestly like and I know that's just it sounds good in a promo to kind of build some heat so Undertaker can come back angry. And they'll, you know, brawl or whatever. But, I mean, how over is that going to get with the crowd? It like, if, there's, if there is any sort of selfishness in The Undertaker, he's earned it. Yeah. You know? So, The Undertaker is... He was performing full-time way longer than he probably should have. The Undertaker is beyond reproach as a legend. Yeah. He just is. He's the, he's the one. He's the yeah. only one that is at that level... John Cena just took it a is, leak on the Statue of Liberty, basically. Yeah, because it is it is an honor to fight the Undertaker. Yeah, if you remember, like the year CM Punk did it, uh, the week before Paul yeah. Bear died, they were fighting for the honor of it was a fatal four. Exactly. They were fighting for the honor of the, competing against the Undertaker. The first uh, the first Shawn Michaels match, it like came down to, I think, it might have been came it might have come down to Shawn Michaels and Kozlov, but it was again like because it was in during those three months that sure. Kozlov was the right. And then they forgot about Kozlov for WrestleMania, but they yep. needed Shawn Michaels to face guy. But again, it was for the honor of facing the Undertaker at WrestleMania. Yeah, you know um, that that is that is a legend that is a high status that is breathing rarefied air. You should be l- so lucky, right? And this John Cena, this entitled, like mean, you can't sue me. My dad's a lawyer, John Cena. Who feels like he deserves a match with the Undertaker? Yeah, and the Undertaker is the one keeping it from him. And I'm yeah. like, I was like, hey, you're making it. He, he's the setup was well. I might as well swing for the fence because I already don't have a match, and I'm going to be watching it as a fan. So, sure, I'll challenge the Undertaker. And you're like, okay, well, that's a weird way of going about it, but yeah, friendly battle competition. And he's like, 
yeah, you're also a punk. Like, you're also, uh, you're selfish, and you're not that old, and you're not that washed up, like, and you're still healthy, right? You're, you're healthy enough. Yeah. Like, it just, it, it I just, just took this weird turn. And I, I feel like I want to, like, go to the undertaking and be like, just ignore it. He'll go away. Yeah. All bullies do. Yeah. <laughs> like this online little troll man who mm-hmm. is like taunting. Just, just ignore it. You're too good for him. Yeah. One hundred percent. And I, and I don't. And it's not like, and maybe like, oh, I want to see John Cena get beat down. Right. But a, surely that's not WWE's goal. No. Like they, they, at best, want a fifty-fifty split. Right. Um. Cena's probably still going to go over. But and B, I don't want that. No. I don't. I don't want to see. I. I don't want feel like John Cena deserves this match. Yeah. The Undertaker is too good for him, and I. I don't think Cena deserves it. Cena. And now I'm like, no, Cena, you don't deserve a match at WrestleMania because you don't respect the concept of WrestleMania. No. And there's, so. Just to go back to the Shawn Michaels, Shawn Michaels had the best I'm chasing the Undertaker story of all time. Uh, leading up to number two, right? Number two, yeah. yeah. Um, and that was WrestleMania 26? Yeah? Yes. 26. So yeah. it's been seven years. Yeah. So it's been long enough. You could recreate that story beat for beat. Yeah. You have Undertaker come out. My answer is no. You have John Cena like have to chase him. and like, Right. Make, like, that's a great storyline. Because um, the they even did the reverse of it the second time with him and Triple H, where Triple H was the one saying no. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they could have easily done done that same thing where Cena was chasing Taker. Yeah. Um, but no, this I guess is. You could technically say Bray was doing that too, but Taker never showed up to Raw, so we don't, <laughs> we, so we don't really know where that storyline landed. No. Um, no, but yeah, this is just. This has put a huge sour taste in my mouth. Yeah. And. It's almost a shame because I was like, I like, like I liked where it was going, but when it took that turn, mm-hmm. when he decided, like was addressing, challenging the Undertaker, it's just I don't know. I he was did just, not like it at he that was point. Rude, and I didn't care for it. Maybe yeah, maybe which which is okay, which is weird to say about wrestling. Yeah, and I get that, but it's the Undertaker. But it's the Undertaker, and that's that that makes a difference. And he was rude, mm-hmm. and I didn't care for it. Nah, like. Yeah, no, I would I would expect like a full on like all the way like to eleven heel to mm-hmm. say that. Yeah, but when you got Cena, who is like the just all American scout boy, mm-hmm. like he like come on, like it just it just feels weird. And well, maybe he tur- like again, maybe he turned heel, and we were just we just are confused by all this. Maybe it was just. It was not pleasant. No, I don't look forward to Cena being beaten down. You know, because that's that's if, even if he, let's let's say he's trying to go full heel for mm-hmm. this match, I'm not looking forward to Undertaker beating him. I I want him to sit for a while and think about what he said. I I am rooting like in John Cena versus the Undertaker. My desired outcome right now is apology letter. Yeah, <laughs> which is not like I no. should be bloodlusting after fisticuffs right now. No, right. <laughs> just. Think about what you've done. But it has sparked a wave of speculation. And I want to know where you land on this. A lot of people are thinking that <laughs> this will cause Biker Taker to make a return. Especially especially since Kid Rock is going into the Hall of Fame. Yes. And his theme song was American Badass so by I, Kid Rock. I, I will say... Um, a guy that I work with is ever a year is a hundred percent like in him. He's like, this is a biker taker return. Mm-hmm. Here is my like three point demonstration, like my PowerPoint mm-hmm. presentation to no, explain I'm saying, the like, irrefutable evidence right. as to why it has to be biker. I'm taker. saying Undertaker comes out like he did at uh, Raw twenty five, like comes out as and not like he's used that gear, mm-hmm. not the gear that he you know folded up at Orlando. But at WrestleMania, Gong hit. Uh, well, no, I guess it was Limp Biscuit. It wasn't Kid Rock. There goes that theory. <laughs> uh, but Gong hit. Out comes you know motorcycle yeah. with Undertaker on it and a big old America's flag hanging on the back of it. Um. So 
I, I will say, like, the ideal way to do this is John Cena has given up all his avenues. He, right. You know, he's like, I, I can't make this. I couldn't do the chamber. I couldn't win at Fastlane. There is no place for me at WrestleMania, mm. and I'm starting to wonder if there's any place for me in WWE at all. And he takes off his armband, and he puts it in the ring, and he starts walking up the ramp, and then lights out, gong lights sure. up. Sure. And then there's a hat sitting over the uh, over the armband. Okay. And he's like, ooh, and then that's the end of the promo. Sure. And and that's a great way where, again, yeah. or, you when, know. You're, when you're booking Undertaker promos, you have to figure out a way to book at least two of them where Undertaker doesn't have to show up. <laughs> Sure. You have to yeah. you have to do at least two of them right. that are done entirely in special effects, because well, I'm sure yeah. that's in his contract. At this but I'm point. sure Undertaker, Undertaker's going to show up first round for John Cena. Yeah, because he has respect for the business and guys who draw money, <laughs> and even yeah. if they don't have respect for him and are rude, and if you're not Bray Wyatt, he will show up. Yes. Uh, but again, like a Cena never should have mentioned it a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Never should have. If this was the way it was going to go this entire time. And B, he should have ended his promo where he's like, I challenge the Undertaker. Drop mic, doot, 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 and you know, walk back up the ramp. Yeah. That would have been the end of it and it would have been fine. And then you ain't gotta you ain't gotta talk down to Undertaker. Like, no. you, you ain't you don't have to no. It's unnecessary. Um, so the the points in the corner for um biker taker. And I will say like I will enjoy the crap out of biker taker. Just for like one, yeah. Just for like for, for one night, um, won't hurt anybody. It, it a, um, it keeps the dead man retired. Exactly. Um, yeah. It like Roman can still have this weird feather in his cap of like I took down the dead man. Yeah. Um, which I'm sure is important. Um, and B, it also it gives if Taker loses to Cena, he can do like the wave and the. You know, fi- right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he was a person when he yeah. was biker taker. He wasn't a phenom. He wasn't uh, a supernatural being. He- um, I would actually encourage you, if you are looking for a YouTube rabbit hole to go down sometime this next week, mm-hmm. um, try and find some promos. Yeah. When he was doing biker taker, because you're like, whoa, this guy can handle a microphone. Yeah. Like he has promos against Kurt Angle and against The Rock. Yeah. Where you're like, wow. Because holding his own, the Undertaker promo is you know heavy breathing, rest in peace, you know souls and holes, and then my eyeballs go backwards. Right, like it's it's a pretty you know formulaic thing because it is. He doesn't have to use like a weird, dark, mysterious voice. He can just be himself. Mm -hmm. And yeah, like after after the match he had last year at WrestleMania, then this is this is a good alternative. Yeah, you know, a good response to that. Um, so I'm okay with it. I'm I'm okay with him returning as Biker Taker. I have and if no... that's the way he rides out in the sunset, like pun intended, mm-hmm. then you know we get even more Undertaker interviews. Yeah, you know, we get more commentary, like more, like more documentary content. You know, which I, I, still, I would adore. I still want a like career like he needs a career retrospective yeah. documentary, like they did for Mick Foley. Mm-hmm. You know, like they did for CM Punk. It wasn't supposed to be a career. <laughs> a surprise career <laughs> retrospective. Right. Uh, and, you know, it makes, like, the only people that he's done interviews like that out of character for was Triple H documentary and the Ric Flair ESPN documentary. Mm-hmm. I feel like WWE hasn't made any good documentaries lately. I, I But they I, haven't made anything lately. Yeah, it's like it's all kind of because of the network. Right. So. And, well, and the thing is, they have... But they do that weird, like, first look thing where they only show you, like, 19 minutes of it. And then you have to buy it somewhere to or rent it somewhere to watch the whole thing. And then eventually it might go on the network. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and, like, they're also doing stuff like the WWE 24, right. which I think might be more right. of their interest right now. But that, that the last 24 was the most we've ever seen Undertaker out of character. Yeah. Was leading up to Orlando. And, man, that gave that gave you some feels. Um but I, 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 he deserves a full, like, full feature length, a, a full three disc set, right? Feature length documentary and the Undertaker's twenty five greatest matches. I'm okay with two of those discs are just the documentary part. Like, yeah, that's the stuff that interests me. Like, I've, I've seen almost all of Undertaker's, you know, biggest matches. So, mm-hmm. so I just want him talking. Yeah, like, I want him talking about his career and how he feels about everything that happened. Um, you know. 
how he felt about the Shawn Michaels feud. Um, I want to hear about like what his thoughts were when he was a part-timer, you know, I, I would like in, in, in that short period of time that he's around them, which wrestlers made an impact on, on him. Like which ones did he like, um, take notice of yeah you know i i think my dream would be w's gonna make him say roman but mm-hmm. still my dream would be the the um what's it called the matches the mm-hmm. the not all the wrestlemania matches obviously wrestlemania 9 yeah um but a lot of the big matches with undertaker commentary yeah um talking about like the history of the build of the match yeah when they were considering ending the streak when they realized the streak was a streak thing yeah um, a lot of that stuff. But it, yeah, yeah, yeah. We could talk about like all the time, like you said, all the times they considered it. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to like when the streak actually ended, he's probably still going to stick to the story that it was Vince's call, and it probably was. But you know, we're, I don't think we're going to get any sort of. Uh, he's too old school to kind of really like, you know, uh, hold the curtain open for that one. Yeah. But still. Um. Anything else that we need to cover this week? I think that's it. All right. Uh, as always, you can follow us on Twitter at Sierra Attire, where we live tweet Mondays, Tuesdays, appropriate Wednesdays, Thursdays. Sometimes I've tweeted on a Thursday before. Good for you. Uh, if you're li- if you have any questions, comments, anything you want us to bring up on the show, send that over to our email. That's classicringattire at gmail We're also on iTunes. Easy way to follow the podcast. Uh, you can subscribe. Get a new episode every single week. Maybe give us a rating of five stars or write a review. That kind of interaction really helps out the podcast. Uh, and if you're listening to us on InsidePulse.com, leave us a comment on there. We'd love to hear from you. We're also on Facebook. Easy way to follow Chris. Easy way to follow myself. See what other other kind of things we're working on. Yep. Until next time, stay classy and huzzah. Huzzah. Huzzah.